somebody. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Harm Academic, episode number 13. Today we talk about text messaging etiquette and communication. Yeah, um, it's something that everybody struggles with from time to time, and uh, we get into it a little bit here. Um, just a little audio uh, warning for you. Uh, my laptop was ruined. A bottle of water or a glass of water was dumped on it, so the audio quality is going to be a little bit different than it typically is. Um, just, just a warning. So, uh, and I'm also I'm editing this one, so beware. Oh God, yeah, look out, guys. But enjoy the episode. I, I don't know, man. 2016 is off to an interesting start so far. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been um, amazing on the relationship front. Um, new changes. Um, it's been. Um, I think it's poised to be exciting on the job front. Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, potentially uh, amazing and simultaneously um, uh, depressing on the like uh, economic front. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think overall, it's been going too smoothly. And I feel like today was the first day where I was like, okay, here's a little reality trick for you. You just strained your Achilles. There you go. <laughs> Solid foundation to build the new year. A medical, uh, a sports medicine injury, which you did not doing anything sports related, which I find amazing. Um yeah, I'm not entirely sure how I did it, but I'm pretty sure it had to do with my weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. It's it's been a, uh, an interesting. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, it is 2016. Um, it is the year of elections. It is a leap year. Is it really? A it's leap a leap year. year. 2016 is oh. a leap year. Um, it's also the year in which we have the Summer Olympics in Brazil. Um, and do we do we not have a World Cup this year? No World no, Cup. No I World don't Cup think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, this is poised. 2016 is poised to be an amazing year uh, on a global scale. Um, we will have likely um, uh, Trump running for president um, <laughs> and either Hillary or Bernie. Um, it will be uh, a year of incredible uh, international uh, focus on climate after coming out of the Paris COP. Um, El Nino is a thing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, we still have a very, very. Uh, oh, and we have another Star Wars movie to look forward to. In 2016? Yeah, they're doing the uh, the Rogue One spinoff. Oh. So maybe we'll get to see more of Poe Dameron. Um, and it's also the year of how many? Seven superhero movies? That's too many superhero movies. I, that, they're played out, man. They're not. I mean, we haven't even started yet. This is, this is, people are at peak superhero, but we haven't even begun. Like, yeah. Have you seen the calendar out, out to 2020? No, I haven't. It's just going to be superheroes not all day, all night. I mean, how, how are people going to like catalog a catalog? That's a word. What? That's a perfectly cromulent word. (laughs) How are people going to look back, like, if you're a historian and you go back through time and you're going to look at this weird period of 20 years from 2000 to 2020 of just superhero movies, you know? They're going to say America was in desperate need of a hero and they ran out of original stories to tell, so they started cannibalizing their children's stories. Uh, Okay, fair enough. That's... (laughs) It is kind of funny though. So we went from like hardcore, like you know, hard hitting movies. You know, like the first, like like Metropolis. You know, like yeah. the silent film mm-hmm. of like you know, essentially, you know, labor rights. Yeah. It's kind of the undertones. Like you know, that's how cinema started out, and that grew from like you know, let's face it, like amazing Russian literature and like other poets and things like that. And you look at like you know where we came from. Yeah. And then you get superhero movies. Not that superhero movies are bad on their well, own. I think the but... weird thing is that comic books come, there are really good storytelling. Like sometimes the big crossover events tend to be overblown. But like sometimes just the daily day, day-to-day writing of superhero comics is just sometimes really good storytelling. So I think Hollywood sees that there's, an already, there's already a market for it. There's already an audience. So ticket sales they can count on right away. And if it's someone, a character that's relatively familiar, it, it just, it's, it's a license to print money. I mean, Disney with Star Wars, come on. You had a 40-year fan base, three generations of potential fans, maybe four of, of young, young kids who have been invested in, into this series. And it was just, and what, did they make a billion dollars in two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks. That's nuts. A billion, a billion, like Carl Sagan, billion with a B <laughs> in two weeks. That's too much money. I think they have to change the te- – you know that old saying, like, it's selling, like, hotcakes? I have to say mm-hmm. it's selling, like, Star Wars tickets because that's yeah. better than hotcakes now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I got nowhere to go with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling so down about, about okay, we're going to – we are doing this, damn it. This is going to be the depressed podcast? So the depressed Woe cast. is me. Uh, um, so, so, okay, we're three – four days into the new year. What's yep. happened in the last four days? Um, I saw Star Wars again. Hooray! I did took my took my kid to go see it. Yeah, which was 
amazing. Okay. Because it's like, I'm sitting there and in this wide-eyed wonder, you know? Just wide-eyed wonder. And I remember thinking, like, I remember being that way and how cool I thought this was, yeah. you know? And just being like, what? And it, not gonna lie, made me tear up a little bit. Aww. Towards the end of the movie, some of the, uh, we've already spoiled it for everybody in the last episode. Yes. But, you know, towards the end, of the, if you're catching this one, you don't want to spoil her, we're not going to do that. But towards no the end of the movie, big twist, like, just his face was just like, <gasps> and I was like, I just reached over, it was like, the most empathetic I think I've ever been with anybody <laughs> in my world. It's just like, I know, I know, I know, it's okay. Oh, uh, just swallow it, push it down real deep. Push it down. Yeah, be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, just teaching all my, my mother taught me. There you go. You know? Oh, let's talk about that, shall we? Let's talk about why we are so weird when it comes to relationships. Uh, you want to go there? Let's this go. Episode? Let's go there, man. Let's, know, let's, we had, let's give the people a taste of who we really for, are and what we really deal for with. For everybody listening, we had two other topics pretty much hammered out that we thought we were going to do, and you know what? We're just going to go there because it's 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 tough times. Like, let's just go ahead and make yeah. it happen. Yeah. So what we discovered was. That Nick and I are both, uh, as much as we don't like it, we are we have we, we're both afflicted with. I think I'm I'm sort of over mine. I de- think I'm definitely over mine. But uh, we're don't both... you leave me here by well, myself? Hey, listen, I suffered through it for decades before you were a thing. So this is <laughs> I, I paid my dues, man. Um, we're both we're both Captain Savaho. Captain Savaho, P- for lack of a, a less misogynistic and derogatory term, apologies. But that's uh, is there a better term for that? We have white knight complex, I guess, is sort of the thing. Right? Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, it is. Ba- yeah, it is bad because I feel like you know, if 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 there isn't an issue, I'm just kind of like, eh. yeah, she's, you know, she's boring. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's messed up. It's like, and it, and it's been a lot of uh, self discovery to find out, like, you know, where that comes from. You know, um, well, that that video you sent me today was re- put it into some really amazing perspective. Yeah. So yeah. just to, to give a shout out, it was um, what was it? Life the, less the school of life. School of life on YouTube. If you uh, yeah. give them a shout out, uh, yeah, that, there was a video called "How to Get a Divorce." Yeah. And in the video it outlines the steps that people take. You know the things that happen to you in your childhood and your in, in your in your growing up and how you romanticize this romantic love and then. You know, you have an unrealistic expectation of what the partner's role is and what your role is, mm-hmm. uh, and it just totally sets it sets you up for failure right away. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I struggled with that for a long time. I, I dated all the wrong women, as it's no secret. If you listen to the podcast, I was into broken goth girls in college. The more broken, <laughs> the more I was obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 once I re- recognized that pattern, I, I had to break that pattern, and uh, and luckily, I, I've been I've been I've been clean and sober for a long time now. <laughs> clean and sober. Yeah, no more broken women. Oh, damn it, Eric! But man, why do so? Why do we do this? Like, why do we continue this behavior if we know that we're doing it? Why do we continue this behavior? Because it's what you know, right? It's comfortable. It's what you know. It's sort of the yeah. Change is hard, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not ready to talk about this yet. No, with with with, 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 with the with, world with two court dates looming. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, See that's I can't, as soon as I was like let's do this it would be cool. You have to give that some context, man. People are just gonna think you're some like weird like, yeah, stalker. I don't, I don't think this is gonna make it onto the uh, <laughs> podcast at all. I think this is gonna go in the archive of. Uh, we were on a roll. I like this. I like where we were going with this. This was yeah. good. This was uh, this was uh, cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> First half an hour of this episode is gonna be just like in delete. When, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so let's. Talk. You know. You know what? Okay. So, I'm just going to text messages. We're just going to talk about text messages. We have to segue into that. Otherwise, it's weird. We're not going to segue. We're just going to cut it here okay. and do something else. So, hey, Nick, let me ask you a question. What do you think of the good morning text message? Uh, I love the good morning text message. I think it's great. Yeah? Does everybody know what we're talking about? When I mean, I, it's you wake up, and then maybe without an hour of waking up, or maybe when you've you know, you're already woken up. Um, there's a there's text message on your phone, usually from a significant other or from a potential love interest, and that person. And I think this is mostly a woman thing. Let's just be honest. I don't know any guy who maybe leads the day with this good morning. Text. Oh, I used to. Okay, but I was a sucker. Yeah. Oh, so got to get that under control. That's a whole other conversation. So, so what? So, what does it mean? Does it just mean good morning, or is, or like is there a subtext behind the good morning text? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what we'll talk about today. I know that you and I have differing opinions on uh, on what this means. Yes, and, and I, I suspect that mine's going to get me into lots of trouble. Why? It would get you into lots of trouble. I mean, 
We can talk about why it's going to get you a lot of trouble. Let's just get into this. Let's just yeah, jump, jump right into in. it. Yes. I, I love the good morning text message, and I think they're great. Like, if it's a text message, it's like, you know, oh, hey, you know, hope you have a good day today, smiley face. That's, I that's think perfectly, that's awesome. It's perfectly pleasant, and it's perfectly nice, yeah. and I find it passive-aggressive. What? Okay. Why is it passive-aggressive? Because <laughs> when I look at it, I, in general, I'm just like, oh, look at this person who, when they woke up, thought about me. And wanted to say, hey, I just hope you have a good day. I think that's great. I think that's great, too. And I think that's wonderful. And I'm happy to be on someone's mind first thing in the morning. Um, but I somehow interpret it in a different way. Okay. So how um, do you interpret it? Because here's the thing. I, so I, there was this one I was uh, sort of in this long-distance relationship with many years ago. Um, and she would do this. She would send this. Um, she would send good morning text messages. Mm-hmm. And it was... And she would send it every single day. And it's like, I think of you a lot. I think of the person I'm in a relationship with a lot. I'm not sure that they're the first thing I'm thinking of when I wake up every morning. And so that's lovely. And I think I can't, I don't, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I'm just a cold-hearted asshole. I, I think I want to be in a relationship where I'm thought of, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's... Okay, let's back up. Earlier today, we were talking about the five languages of love, right? So if you haven't read this book, there's a big book that's been, it's pretty famous. Um, regardless of your religious uh, perspective, there's some, I find some validity in the methodology of the book, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the, in the book, they talk about the five love languages. And the five love languages are as follows, um, in no particular order. Gifts, um, verbal affirmation, quality time, uh, 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 physical touch, physical contact, and acts of service, Right. Okay. okay. So if you, so I view like I, re- so the way that you give love are in those five ways, uh, and you may prioritize them for yourself. But you also how you receive love is a different, maybe a different iteration of that list. I think for me, that's one of those ways that I don't readily receive because I don't really require verbal affirmation. I feel like that's verbal affirmation, uh-huh. and so that's that's down there. Like for me, the way I receive it. The two bottom ones are gifts, very bottom, and then verbal affirmation. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's right. Yeah, you're right. It's I'm thinking of you. Hope you have a great day. You're in my mind. Just wanted to let you know. Blah blah blah. But like, that's not what I need. Okay. So apart, so it doesn't fit how you love somebody and how you want to receive love. Like I, I get that, right? Yeah. Like I understand that you know the love language thing, again, like you said, whether you buy it or you don't buy it. Yeah. There's good stuff in there. I mean, right. like you yeah. could read it and like learn a lot about it. Take yourself. what you glean what you want from it. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So I mean so I get that from you. It's like it's just not a it's a personal like preference based on how you want to receive affection. I like get that. But why but it, that's something you could easily remedy. You know, you could just be like, oh, yeah, you know, talk about it and let them know that this is not, you know, as long as you're open. How do you tell someone, hey, you know what? I appreciate the good morning text, but you can stop. How, how do you say that to someone? Well, or you could, well, why? Okay, so you could talk, you could just tell them that you would rather, I don't know. Yeah, but that's weird. I, that's you, weird. True, fair enough. It's, it's very weird. And again, it's not like I don't, you know, okay. I don't know. I think, I think I'm just, I'm just. That's not how I receive it. Like, I appreciate that I'm on your mind. I do appreciate that. Please don't ever think I don't. But it's, I don't know, man. I feel like when I'm up in the morning, I have my routine. I have my thing. I'm in my own space. And somehow I feel like that good morning text, because I want to respond to text messages, it somehow sort of breaks my stride, breaks my rhythm a little bit, because I feel like it puts me in a position where I have to respond to you. You can't ignore a good morning text. That's just, that's just poor etiquette. Can you... Can you not? You can. You cannot. Right. You must acknowledge the good morning text. I think, and so it, it forces me to be verbal at a point where I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I mean, because if someone, it's, if clearly, if or I get it at like six wait. o'clock in the morning before I'm awake, then there's nothing to you have to respond right then. You could wait, but why? But that's rude. Because anyone who knows me knows I'm on my phone. I don't. I don't know, <laughs> man. I feel like it's like when I, if I send a good morning text message, like if I send a message and it says, "Hey." You know, hope you have a good day, whatever, winky, smiley face, smooch, smooch, whatever the case may be. Like, I don't expect a response from that. And I'm not, like, setting you up to give, to give me one either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's just it, it, it's a show of, like, genuine, like... Is it, though? I is do, it? I, for me, it is. I feel like it's probing. I feel like it's like, let me text him a good morning and see what happens. Oh, you... Okay. Okay, so why do you think that? Because that's an, that's that's an interesting concept here. I don't know. Um, 
and maybe it was the person at the time. Maybe it was the person yeah. at the time where I felt like she was always testing me. And so this was one of those things where it was like, I just want to make sure that he's at home or he's at whatever. Or like, it, it felt like it was like, I don't know. It just felt bizarre. It felt bizarre to me. Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess but the context means something, right? Like, I feel like the level of where you are in a relationship could also dictate how good that is yeah you know if you've been with somebody for a few months or whatever and you get that message like i think then it's okay to get the, to be like oh, okay that's cool and then not respond for whatever you know yeah. typically what i do is if i get a text message in the morning i don't typically respond like in the morning i get my stuff together and then i go to work and then when i get to my office and i settle in i pick up my phone hope you have a good day too whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's when i jump into it it may be two hours mm-hmm. before i get there but it's like you know but I do appreciate seeing that in the morning. So here's a question. When you t- let's say you text message someone good morning, when do you expect a response? I don't. But when you do you used to. When did you expect a response? I didn't re- expect a response. Okay. You know, it was just it was a genuine like hey, I'm thinking about you. Okay. Whatever, you know. That's it really that's really how it was. It was very much like a sincere like I really hope you have a good day. I I don't expect there to be any response back. The thing that sucks about that is I know that people, like, text messages are one hard to read. Yeah. And there are people like you, Eric, that ruin everybody who expect, who have these weird read it, you read into it. I try not to. I try to take things at face value. But that good morning text message, something about it, I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, but so I don't. To clarify, Eric reads into things I don't. (laughs) But I read into things that Eric doesn't. And this is where, so we we balance each other out. True, true, true. Um, I don't, you know, I don't respect expect a response from the person that i'm texting it really is just a genuine thing but because you know of like etiquette and because of quote-unquote text message etiquette yeah. which we can get into if you want true um there are people that read into text messages um you can't really clarify what you mean by that too because if you do then it seems like you're probing because when i get so like i've done this before yeah where i've where like i genuinely was like there's no need to respond to the sex message and then i send it and i'm like and that comes across that as passive comes aggressive. Across as passive. It's like, but there really is no need to respond. Just no, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's really weird. Like why it's like digital communication is like slowly destroying relationships. Yeah, it's like, like saying, don't read this. What are you going to do? You're going to read it. Yeah. But it's like, but it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. So like talk about etiquette, right? So if you get that good morning text message, like yeah. maybe the, you know, I'm guilty of this. I don't respond. Maybe it takes me a couple hours to get, to get there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What is proper etiquette, do you think, then? Is there, like, any set rule of, like, when you should respond to See, a good morning text message? I think of things that are greetings as greetings. So, good morning is a greeting. And when someone greets you, it's proper etiquette to respond in kind. Uh-huh. At that time. Okay. Think about this way. If you were walking, someone, walking past someone in the street, or in, let's say you were in the office, and you walked past a colleague, and the colleague said, good morning, would you wait an hour until you got back to your desk and had time to have your coffee before you would respond? Or would you say good morning, bite back? No, good point. And so I view, I view, I try to view electronic communications through the same lens I, I view regular communication. Mm-hmm. If someone says, how are you? I respond. And so because they've asked me a question, which compels me to action. And if they give me a greeting, the etiquette or just being a decent human being requires that you respond in kind. But is it, but is that fair to put your, like, you know, face-to-face etiquette like what you would do inter like in, in person with a person onto some of these digital com- digital communications things because like when you're talking to a guy who punctuates text messages right you do <laughs> but i will call you out because you respond one word text message that pisses me off yeah but it's because if you ask me a question that requires one word answer i'll give you the one word i'm expedient uh-huh. i focus on efficiency <laughs> But all I'm right. sorry, yeah, people do that. I that that annoys people all the time. I will respond with very curt messages, and I think people read into it that I'm being curt, and I think I'm yeah. just I'm just like giving you the information that you need. See, that's where I that's where that's where I read into text messages, right? Yeah, is where I will um, get a good morning text message, and I'm like, awesome. Unless, of course, like you go out with somebody like one time, and then you start getting them every day. Yeah, probably something y'all talk about. True. Or not talk about if you get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I hear you. So it's like that. That makes it kind of that makes it kind of weird. But like when you talk about reading into text messages, like what I read into, I read into those like short responses. You know, because I will respond to be like blah blah blah. Here you you asked a question. Here's whatever. Yeah. Typically, um, but then if I get like a short response back, I'm just like, 
you know and especially like if it's a girl you're talking to yeah you know or or a, or a boy or whomever what, whomever yes. whatever you're into yeah um and you get and you're like trying to like start a, like have like a little back and forth yeah it is frustrating to get those like short responses because it's like i don't know what to do because they're in my mind i think either one you're not into me or two you're just not interesting could be that they are busy at doing something else see that's the thing yeah. but you know what you say i'm busy doing something else can i text you later and i'd be like you know what perfect i think i think uh, one of the things i think i'd love to see more of in text etiquette is um shortcut keys because i have a few like i'll type a few uh, series of letters and they will automatically autocorrect to the thing i want to say so like I have one like like I'll type OMW and it will automatically say on my way. I'll have um, can't talk. Uh, we'll text you later. Or we'll call you later. I already mm-hmm. have that as a key. I think if people did more of those, it would maybe solve some of those problems where you wouldn't read into context if you could just answer with the full yeah, yeah. thing. The problem is that you have to then auto populate those things, mm-hmm. which you know I think is worth worth the fifteen seconds that you spend doing it. Yeah, I mean it probably is. Yeah, um, but I think that this speaks to a lot to. Um, the fact that we have these conversations about text etiquette and like what it means when somebody takes, because sometimes it's like, you know, you text me during the day. Yeah. Like, especially if I'm doing like video editing or something, yeah. like I'm not texting you back anytime mm-hmm. soon. I'm absorbed into that. If I'm doing like copy edit or whatever, like I'm not going to be speaking with you because yeah. that takes a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, you're just going to have to get over the fact that I'm not texting you back in two hours. I know that's mean, but it's just the fact I'm busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but the fact that we have so many these conversations about text etiquette and you know reading into text messages just shows how insecure we are as people, you know. And that's something I've tried to get better well, it's at. Projection. You project your own expectations and realities yeah. onto other people. Yeah. And this is where, like, I think you know maybe this is a really good arena for us to start learning like empathy with each other. Mm-hmm. Where you know, and I've st- mm. I've started doing this where I'm like, you know, and this has been something that's been going on for you know since there has been text messaging, you yeah. know. Um, but I look at it like you know. I'm not going to like let myself get worried about it. Like, you know, just try to be empathetic, try to understand maybe they're doing something else. Cause yeah. at times when I'm doing something else, I might not be texting you back and then you just kind of let it go. It's true. I'll tell you one thing I do do though. If I get an emoji response, like single emoji, mm-hmm. LOL, ha ha, or any other combination of single word answer. This is particularly if I'm talking to somebody I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not responding. Well, yeah. I mean, there's certain things that don't require a, a response. Yeah, but it's like if I say something and it's like I get that response back, I'm just like yeah. not not going to not going to you know, it's like I will tell our 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 woman listeners out there and I'm giving away God secrets right now. I, if woman uh, listeners, listen up. If you ever text your man something that's like thinking of you or I love you or anything like that and he responds with an emoticon, that dude is not into you. Just is that fair Oh, to really? Say? That's totally that's totally Why true. Not? Because Ooh. if someone texts you "I love you" and you respond with like a winky face, that guy's not into you. You know, you don't think so? Yeah, he's just not that into you. Well, you know what? I actually had an experience uh, not too terribly long ago where I got a text message and it was a very sweet message, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm not even going to respond with an emoji because there's an emoji that can like adequately capture like it, it was a very thing that made me like actually happy." Yeah. So it's like you can't really convey that. So I just so said, I just, I just type it. That's what I said. I just said I'm not even going to respond. Just know that I mean, because right, there's not. That's what I said. Maybe that was the wrong wrong move. But I, I've, heard, I, I've also heard mixed things about women who don't think that it's very masculine for guys to use emoji. Oh yeah, we we talked, we've about, talked about this before. This before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like guys who use emoji have less sex or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, since that since that podcast, I I've been like mm, I don't I don't I very rarely very yeah. rarely use them. I, only I, usually to, like mostly to make a funny point. Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't use them in running text. I do. Well, that's a generational thing for you. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like I might use them too much. But I think so. Talk about how you said that if a man responds with, with a winky face, just an emoji, just an emoji, yeah. then he's not into you. I read an article, and I wish I could remember where I read this at. Uh, maybe I think it was maybe maybe it's like a thrillist thing yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like what women's text messages mean. And if it was like LOL, like capital L, cap, uh, or, uh, or lowercase L, lowercase O, lowercase L, yeah, like you're not funny. <laughs> lowercase H, lowercase A, lowercase H, yeah, okay. not funny. Like she's not into you. But if it's like capital, then she is. If it's like more uh. than one, and I was like, and ever since I read that, this has been <laughs> ever since I've read that, like I panic because I'm like, 
this is the thing like it's made it so complicated now yeah that like everything becomes a second guess but again oh yeah it's like i don't know it's like and there's a part of me that's like is that a funny haha because it wasn't uppercase lowercase don't know what that means you're right is it funny is it not funny and then it makes me just want to be like can i just and i've done this before i've been like and this is where i think if you really want to test somebody you do this because i've done this yeah and i should have listened to myself because i got the response i'm about to say and it did not pan out and i was like you know what how about we just i'll just call you right it's my first go to my how about i just call you and we'll talk and and we can just talk you know and then I got the response back, oh, no, I'm busy, I'm this, I'm that. And I was yeah. like, ha, gotcha. My my idiot self continued to pursue this woman like a dummy. But I think that's a good way to test. I think if you're unsure, you should just yeah. respond with, you know what? How about I just call you? We'll talk about it. Yes. And if they yes. dodge that, you know, then and then they might be busy. Yeah. But if you say that you're going to call them, they, they would probably say... I'm busy doing something. Exactly right. You know? Yeah. So I think that's the way to do it. I think I think calling is always the go-to. I mean, yeah. text messaging is great for quick, short burst communications. I don't feel that texting should be the thing that you go to for longer explanations. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's much more efficient just to pick up the phone and, and call. Now, if I can't call, then I, I think the text message should be like, hey, listen, I don't want to get into this in detail right now. I don't have time. But here's what I'd like to talk about later to, to maybe tee up a longer conversation face-to-face or by telephone. Yeah. But I think too many people use the text message as a way to, like, let me, let me have time to craft what I want to say, think about it, plan it out. And I think it, it becomes artificial communication if it's not immediate. Yeah. Because nothing's more frustrating than I, t- like, I text, you text back. I text, you text back. I text, you text back. I text three dots forever. Then the dots go away and then, like, nothing uh, for, like, an hour. Yeah. Like, that's frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating, yeah. yeah. And also, going back to, like, uh, deciphering female text messages, this is something I read, actually, a while ago. and It's from Chive, so you can take it or leave it. Um, something about, like, the number of whys and hey to determine, like, you know, like, one why was like, hey, I want your attention. Two whys, hey, I'm just, like, it's, like, probing, checking on you. Three whys was like, hey, like, like, what's up, hey? And, then, like, the more whys after that is, like, the more whys indicate the more DTF the woman is. Again, oh, that's interesting. This is the chive, it's so chive, yeah, take, so it, take, take it with take a grain of bro yeah. salt. But yeah, huh? That's interesting. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's 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 it is. I, I found myself going having conversations via text message when I I'm I would much rather meet somebody face to face. Yeah, like I don't mind talking on the phone. Yeah, but I like love being in like having that physical like face-to-face connection with yes, someone like that's awesome you know so like i would rather be like hey how many wise is that probably 17 okay mm. you know oh yeah you know what i'm saying nick is dtf y'all <laughs> you know <laughs> how many w's did it mean to, to make that sarcasm cancel out what i, just I don't know said? this nope. gonna give me too trouble. late too late <laughs> <laughs> all the w's probably all, all the w's. w's no um yeah, I, I, but it, nothing replaces, though. Like, I like talking on the phone. I, I think, oh, that's great. But, like, nothing really replaces, like, sitting down and talking with somebody. I agree. You I know? agree. Because you can read body language. You can see where their eyes are. You can see what they're, if they talk with their hands. You can see all those things. You can yeah. read the subtle cues. Yeah. Yeah, but through text message, it's just, like, communicating with a void, you know? Yeah, yeah, It really is difficult. Mm-hmm. And you know what, you know what else was frustrating about text messages? What's I'll that? tell you this right now. Um, when people have their read receipts on. Drives me nuts. Ooh. Drives me nuts. Why? Because you know that they've read it and they're not you know, responding. Yeah. Interesting. And I know I shouldn't care. Yeah. I, I It's one of those things where it's like ignorance really is bliss. Yeah. In that true. situation. True. Where it's just kind of like, I'd rather just think that you forgot me mm-hmm. or something's going on rather than to know that you looked at it and you just never responded. Yeah. You know, that's like, ugh. I mean, for people like me, like I'm on my phone constantly, especially with work. When I'm off, I'm off. Mm-hmm. And people who know, if I'm not responding to your text messages right away... One of three things has happened. One, it's a family situation, and I'm dealing with that, and that's how I work. One is I'm in a work situation where I can't readily respond, or or or, or see, I'm probably asleep, <laughs> or or, yeah. or doing something that I'm not in my in the room with the phone, or showering, or at the gym, or something like that. But like all most other times, I usually have my phone on me, um, and but and if I can't respond right away, I'll say, hey, listen, in the middle of something, we'll call you, or you text later. What about the good night text? Because this is like, I, for me, the good morning text is a no-brainer for me. Like, I enjoy getting them, mm-hmm. you know. And someday, I'll get back into sending them. 
<laughs> oh, so you're into the so the, it's a, is it an ego stroke for you when you get it? Like someone's thinking about me. Yay! I, <laughs> that makes it sound like desperate, but I'm a man, so everything is an ego stroke. Uh, that's let's, true. Let's that's be true. Honest. Let's be like, real. Anything that's that real. happens like that's remotely positive, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's how we work, man. Yeah, our egos I, are I our, our egos are the strongest things about us and the weakest things about us. They're, true. You know, it's true. It's true. Like that's just how it is. Um. But I, you know, it's a no-brainer for me. Like I, I enjoy knowing that like somebody like is thinking about me and like cares that I have a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, what is less cool is like good night text messages, particularly if like you haven't talked to that person. Like all then day. it's passive aggressive, like the good morning text. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Okay, so we can flip flop on that. You can have you can not like good morning text, and I will take issue with evening text. See, because good night is like. I didn't talk to you all day, so I'm assuming you're going to sleep, so good night. Yeah. Like, making you feel bad about not talking to me that day. Yeah. That's what the good night text says to Oh, me. I've done that. Have you See? ever done that? It's, no, I don't believe in passive aggression to text you, messages. You are I not hate per- passive aggressive you people. Are not, you, are not, you are not perfect, Eric. I'm not, but I hate passive aggressiveness. I what, totally you have got. It. You have had to have done some passive aggressive things somehow. Probably, somewhere. but like... I. The goodnight text, there is nothing more passive-aggressive than the goodnight text. Unless, of course, you are actually talking to somebody and you're like, Cause I'm tired. I need to stop talking. But yeah, then you say goodnight. And, yeah, but, and but it's built on. on something. But I mean, like, you haven't spoken in 16 hours and all of a sudden it's like, goodnight. I hear every bit of that dripping sarcasm yeah, in yeah. that text message. That's exactly what it says to me. I don't know. I could be wrong and I'd love to hear some opinions about it. But like I think that's the most passive. And, that, and maybe that's just because I'm, I feel guilty about not having spoken to that person for so long. And maybe that's just how I'm interpreting it. I could be there. But it feels very passive aggressive to me. Yeah. No, no, I get it. What do you think about FaceTiming somebody that you're talking to? Like, so like that would, would be a, a, well, it's obviously, it's not text messaging. Yeah. It's not a phone call mm-hmm. it's also it's the medium between like the physical interaction so there's still a visual component True. even though it's not you're not able to like you know touch that person or like you know it's it's not a replacement but it's a middle ground yeah so what happens if you're just like oh yeah let's facetime i'm all for it i'm all for that and skype because that lets me know that gives me the type of digital check-in but like i get to see your reaction see your responses yeah uh, you know but the thing about that is it requires you to be in a space where you could have just met <laughs> or you could have, you know, because FaceTime is much more intimate, I think, than the phone call. Because you could do a phone call while you're walking down the street or on the treadmill. Yeah. But you can't do a FaceTime in the middle of doing another activity. So it requires you to devote your entire attention to that person. Yeah. Which is good. Um, but, you know, you don't always have that at a distance sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm for I mean, I, you know me, I use Skype all the time. I'm a huge Skype fan. All right. And FaceTime is just like that to me. Well, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Do you, like, you don't like it? I... I mean, I could, I've done it, mm-hmm. and I could get behind it, um, but I couldn't talk, like, I can't have, like, I can't have it both ways. Like, I don't want to text you all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then talk to you on the phone in the evening, you know? True. If I'm going to talk to you on the phone in the evening, or, like, FaceTime you or whatever, like, I want to have not spoken with you Yeah, because the then you day. don't, ha- you have something to actually say. Yeah. 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 Because yep. it's, yeah. It's Here's what's like, happened to me in the last 15 minutes since we texted. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... Well, unless, of course, then, if, you talk to, if you're talking about, like, how your day is going throughout the day, I think then, though, that, that becomes... I don't know, it's, it's kind of... It, you could talk about your day on the phone, which for some people don't like that. Because, yeah. like, if it becomes, like, you know, a complaint-a-thon True. about, like, how bad your day was... Which, granted, like, you need to listen to your partner's thoughts and feelings and how their day was. That's Absolutely. important, right? And, and if you don't want to, then you should probably consider breaking up with them because something's wrong with you. Like, or nothing. Maybe it's not nothing's wrong with you. It's just the relationship your, dynamic the relationship's is not, not optimal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, but, but some people just don't like it because that's not what it comes into. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting for me. It's like, I don't like talking about myself. And this is something like just every woman is ever, is always, I, I don't yeah. like doing it. I don't want to like, People are like, how was your day? I'm just like, my day was good. And I did stuff. <laughs> um, 
You know, it's like it's real weird to me. Like, I yeah. would much rather have discussions about things, like concepts and ideas, yes, than like you know whatever. So it's like you know, so it's this weird thing where yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I need that. See, that's my thing. You're talking about like the the love like languages, yes. whatever. Like, I don't know, is there like an intellectually stimulating one? Because it's like I want to know that like when I come and talk to you, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I read this really interesting article today about the X. So let me hear your why to that. You know, like. That's where, you know, that I would rather talk about those things and, yeah. like, have the intellectual stimulation. But can you make that switch right away? Like, let's say you've had the crappiest day ever, and then, like, you know, you come, you, you're supposed to go out with your SL, and, like, you're at dinner, and, like, you've had a, r- a crummy day, and so you're just looking forward to spending time with the person you care about, and then she says, hey, what do you think of, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders is going to announce this big thing tomorrow. What do you think of that? Like, are you, can you shift gears that easily? I used to, I used to not be able to, and it's something that I've worked on a lot, you know, um, since... You know, I graduated college. Yeah, right? yeah. Where I used to be just like, oh, my day is so bad. I was that grouch, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, you know, I want to know, like, I take comfort in knowing that that person's there because they have an interest in me. Yeah. So my day, while I can talk about it, doesn't mean any. Like, it doesn't, it, huh. it, it doesn't, it, it, the fact that I'm with another person makes the day seem better. You know, interesting. <clears throat> does that does it mean does that make sense? It does, but like for like, me, like that's comforting enough to say like I don't necessarily need to now complain about all this external stuff. Yeah, because it's like you know, yeah. Well, I, I leave my stuff <clears> at the door. <throat> like I make it a habit of never bringing work inside the house. Like unless it's like you know, I never bringing work stress inside the house is what I mean. You know, like because yeah. like you saw, like I have my little chessboard set up. So whenever <laughs> I leave the house, it's it's my it's me trying to practice mindfulness. So whenever I leave, I play on one side of the board, and whenever I come home, I play on another side of the board, and that's to make me stop, think, drop all my stress, and then like focus on this for a second, and then transition to being at home. Yeah. So you can because you could transition from, but but it's a mental transition. But I but that means I don't want to talk about. It necessarily and something exciting happened that i want to share but it also means that i'm 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 making it i'm making i'm being proactive about leaving the stress the negativity outside the door yeah and making the place making home a place of like restoration and relaxation that doesn't have that stress do you know what's odd about that is i would not want to talk about my day i'm not a big fan of talking about myself yeah and it's weird because like you and i are both in communications yeah so we talk all day long all day long yeah it's weird because like if you it and it's time and time and time again, it's just like you hear this from communicating like people who communicate. It's like communi- people in like professional communicators yep. have the hardest time talking about themselves. But if you have them talk about something else, that's what we do best. Yep. like we nail that. It's yep. like you know you need a press release on this issue. Like what's the issue? Yeah. Oh, cool. You want to talk about you know. You want to talk about the priest getting suspended on hoverboard? Let's talk about, you know. It makes you wonder, though, if we don't do that to prevent, to, to so that we don't have to talk about ourselves. So we spend our lives talking about other things so we don't have to talk about ourselves. Yeah. Like, I know me. I'm, I'm more comfortable <clears throat> behind the camera than in front of it. Yeah. I know it's weird. Like, yeah, I have, it, it's, yeah, same same here. So it's always, it's this interesting kind of, uh, interesting kind of dynamic there. But, um. And then, like, also, like, when I walk in the door, like, um. I've, I've I've dated chatty women, like really really chatty women. Again, that's that's that's, oh, that's cool. Hold on a second, chatty women. I want to get back to that. Okay, I just remember what I was talking about. So we talk all day. We're mm-hmm. in comms. That's what we do. Yeah, and we talk about issues and things. Um, I don't like to talk about myself, um, but I have no problem listening to somebody complain about like their day and mm-hmm. like talk to them about that and like you know like being a little you know analyst because and, it's like, external. That's why. Yeah, it's weird. Like so, it's like I really enjoy that. <clears throat> um, but it's like I'd have no problem doing it. Like I, I understand that. Like sometimes it is excessive, where you know, yeah, it, it, it comes down to like, look, we've had the same talk eight times, <laughs> and I'm starting to think that you know you might be the common denominator in all these situations. Yeah. So you know, however, if you could have the- Chris Rock say, Chris Rock said you have to have four phrases. You go, no, really. Told you that bitch crazy. <laughs> the same things over and over and over you keep saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. See, here's the thing. If you can get to that point in a relationship where you can mention that and be like, here, yeah. like, I'm just going to, based on what you've said and just on what you said, yeah. these are my thoughts. <laughs> Don't ever, and that's okay. Do not ever leave that person. You know why? Because that's a purple unicorn. They don't exist. Yeah, yeah. Get you, you know, that's, get used to a lot of... Uh, a lot of repeating the same things, repeating over the and same over. things over yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think go back to like why, like you said, you hit you hit the nail on the head. We talk all day long. I'm on the phone. I'm writing emails. I'm writing press releases. I'm talking to people in the office. I'm talking to people outside. We're doing interviews. We talk all day long. When I get home, I am out of words. Yeah. And I really just sort of want some silence for a little bit. Like, I usually have to ease into the evening. Like, when I come to the door, I don't probably talk. Like, utterly, like, vocalize for at least an hour and a half. Because I sort of need that. That helps me make that mental transition so that, okay, I can relax. Because I have an office on the, you know, we have an office on the West Coast. And so I'm still getting emails until 8 o'clock our time. And so I'm still mentally, I'm, I'm physically at home. But, you know, my my email is still at work. And, you know, it's so I need to just sort of transition. And, and having and being, like, assailed right away the moment you walk in is always a problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I sound like such a horrible human being. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, just, I think I just sort of need that mental switch. No, I, I think everybody does. Everybody yeah. needs that their alone time. And that time they can decompress. I guess my question is, um, and we can, like, you want to just wrap this up, make a short one? No, let's keep going. It's, it's rolling. All right. My my question is, how do you then get that established, mm-hmm. you know, between two people that are trying to talk? And how do you, like, how do you make it clear that this is the form of communication that you want to have or that you're comfortable having? So, <clears throat> Oddly enough, communication. Yeah. But then it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, but then it's if somebody says, I okay, so think I will text. A paragraph to you. Yeah. That's how I roll. Mm-hmm. Right? I will also, like, this is the whole, this is a whole other etiquette thing that has nothing really to do with that. I will be like, type, 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 send, type, send, type, 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 Oh, my send. God. I know yeah. I'm an annoying texter. Yeah. I get it. Like, I freaking get it. Right? Um, but, like, how do you sit down and have a conversation where you have to be like, I don't like how you text? Well, the thing is, if you text that much, you need to have a phone call. Because that's a lot of information you're conveying. And what happens is no one can digest that enough to respond to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, but, it's too much. No, yeah. I get that. But yeah. the question still is, so like, how do you sit down and have a, is is it worth having a talk? Yeah. Or, otherwise, otherwise, it becomes like death by a thousand cuts. It's like, if you don't, if you have behavior that you don't talk about, you enable that behavior. And then you can't, then, then once you enable it, you can no longer complain about it because you've given up your right to complain. Well, yeah. But the question is, like, so go, to go back to it, would you... How, would you rather is it worth having that conversation or is it worth kind of chopping it up to everybody's different and those communication in those communication styles some some people like the text so if yeah. they like the text and let them text us on another some people like to talk on the phone then talk on the phone is it worth having like a person who loves to talk on the phone versus a person who like exclusively wants to text like have a conversation about their communication or do you say look just the way that we communicate is it's it's, it's like where's the line there between like the natural um, um, bonding, I don't know. Like The natural bond is that you can't sustain a relationship through text messages or telephone calls. And some conversations you have to have face-to-face. Yeah. Like, we already know, we've already talked about this before. You cannot break up by text message or email. No. You can't. You have to do that by in person or even after, if you're, if you're long distance over the phone or for some reason you can't get together over the phone. But usually that's an in-person thing, right? Yeah. So I think anything that's, that's heavy enough to necessitate like multiple, multiple, multiple paragraphs of text message should probably just be hashed out face to face. I mean, that's, I think that's probably easier. Like, um, yeah. But what about okay? So, but I think that you and I are. So, what about the generation coming up? The generations they're, they're hopelessly screwed because they they tend to use so? so they tend to use digital media as a way to avoid other things. Like even like young communicators will often it's like I'm like okay, pitch this report of this, and they'll go. All right, I'll send an email. I'm like, no, pick up the phone and call the reporter. Because that re- makes it urgent to that reporter. If you send them an email, guess what? It gets lumped into the 15,000 other emails they receive this hour. Yeah. Um, and that's the one I've worked with, I work with currently. I'm just saying. like, But the younger communicators, they're grown up with comfort around technology. But the traditional tactics and tools still work very effectively, if not more effectively, because people aren't used to seeing them. But I think that that might be because we're in a sweet spot where we haven't completely transitioned all the way, right, to digital technology. I mean, yeah. you know, in the next 50 years, who knows? Like, you know. Yeah. So it's like when you look at, like, writing letters versus a telephone call. True. Like, I – and you're talking about another, like, weird idio, you know, idiosyncrasy of mine. Yeah. I love writing letters and I like handwriting things. Yeah. So it's like I have no problem, like, sitting down and spending three hours writing a letter 
and then sending it to someone. You are a crazy person. I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> someone's gonna. Someone's gonna. We must take that that sociopath test again. No. Okay. So listen. The reason why it takes so long, by the way, is because I <laughs> write in cursive, but then I also write with a pen. Okay. So I'll write with a pen, and then like get halfway done and mess it up and throw it away because I want it to look nice. Is this weird? All right, we're gonna air it out. Apparently, I'm weird. That's fine. You know <laughs> no, what? I think I think it's I think it's charming that you handwrite letters. Honestly, because I love handwritten. Um, I used to I used to actually be known for sending handwritten thank you letters, and then it just became too much. See, but yeah, see, there you go. Like, so people who so for example, um, explorers, right? Yeah. You know, back in the you know the 19th century, like, or even in in way before that, yeah. right? Going around the world, leave their wives at home. And I'm not going to see you for probably three years. Yeah. I have to go around the Horn of Africa to mm-hmm. get, you know, mm-hmm. um, would write letters that would take weeks to get there. And it would be like, can you imagine? That's like, good. That's, that was the only social communication that they had. See, but do you think then that when the, the, the personality behind that, the kind of romantic notion that you're going to write somebody a letter like that, mm-hmm. the effort, the, the wherewithal it takes to do that? Um, do you think people were concerned about that when the telephone was invented? Like, oh no. Well, letters still, like, letters still, everything. Even after long off the telephone, it wasn't until we really got into the digital media age where letters stopped becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what's weird though? If I get a letter in the mail, I'll take the time to read it because who sends letters anymore? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you read a letter. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Read a letter. I I would love to get a letter. Anybody out there wants to try to find a way to send me a letter? <laughs> I will read it, and I love you. Wow. Okay. I'm throwing it out there. All right. Well, in email. Hey. Oh, that was 32 wise in case 30, you're keeping count. 32 wise. In, honestly, though, a well-written email has the same effect to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hate email. Here's the thing. I can't always express myself emotionally, verbally. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, the three, three stooges where they all run into the door at the same time. And they just get sort of like that. Yeah. That's how I sort of feel emotional. And emotion, emotionality is not an area I'm very comfortable in. We've already discussed this. I'm basically a robot. But um, letters, if I can write, sit down and, and write an email and that expresses how I feel, that, that's much more comfortable for me. Yeah. But, but it's usually like a good thing. It's like, hey, this is how I'm feeling about this relationship, about this space. And this is how I'm, you know, this is why I'm enjoying this. Like, that's usually a good letter I like to write. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Because if I can't express myself in one way, another way allows me to do that. I don't think, however, text messaging should be that default. Uh-huh. Again, that just could be me being an old fogey, but like, I don't think text messages are designed for long emotional communication. Yeah, it's for quick burst communication. Huh. I mean, it's super micro blogging. That's what it should be. Yeah, right? or micro messaging. I don't know. I think the allure to text messaging again. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's what you, you talked about with the distraction effect, using digital media to distract yourself. But mm-hmm. there is something freeing about being able to like send a text message and then I can go cook my dinner. It's it's brilliant. You can message someone. Around the world, from a little steel and glass box, it's a freaking miracle, as far as I'm concerned. You know. Yeah. But. So I think that we, I think that you are just anti-text message when it comes to conveying emotion. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So anti-text message. Yes. Here's the thing: I don't like. I have a conveying emotion. Mm-hmm. Like I like the emojis because I feel like they can do that better. It's a better representation of what I could do. Really. Yeah. Emoji is better is better at communicating than you. No, just like aesthetically. Like if I get like I don't think yeah. that I smile appropriately to convey these things. Yeah. Emojis are I view them as emotional punctuation. Motion Okay, great. So here's a yeah. instead of re- trying to read in to what I'm saying, here's a goofy happy face that lets you know I'm making a joke. That I get. Yeah. I'm bored with that. Okay. Well there you go. But not to substitute real words. Yeah. So I think so. You are in this. You don't to, to convey like an emotion, emotional context. Text messages are no good. I, I can't, can't, do it. can't get behind I can't it because I tend to be rather brief with digital communication. I am kind of in the middle with this still. Where like I enjoy text messages, but I'm not going to get like you know been out of shape about it. Yeah, but I think that. Well, you're, you're flexible. You're still, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm just like, you know, okay, whatever. Like, don't, if you do, if you don't text me back, like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, be butthurt mm-hmm. about it, you know. Um, but that's, it's also, you know, but if you, but I wouldn't want to be ignored either, you know. I will not be ignored, Dan. I will not be ignored. Oh, I'll be ignored because believe me, it happens. <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> nothing you can do to avoid that. This is another thing. Dating, uh, meeting somebody with text messages now. It's crazy because it used to be mm. you'd have to go to that person's house. Yep, and like pick them up. Yep, 
and like actually call the phone. And I think it put a lot of responsibility on the person that you were pursuing to kind of like let you know that they were willing to like, yeah, that they were just like, I don't either want to be with you or I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And now it's just gotten to where like, you know, you can just not talk to that person ever again. True. And just be like, peace, you know, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to lie. Like for me and probably, and I don't know if it's for you, I, I'm pretty sure maybe for everybody. That is really tempting when you're just like, I'm not feeling whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you just ghost in someone? Yeah. You just feel like, I just don't want to talk to them anymore. Wow. Like, it is it is always a temptation, but you have to go back and be like, would you like that? You know? Yeah. I mean, we should probably talk about ghosting because that is a that is a, a text etiquette thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, everything I've read and some articles I, I've, I've seen indicate that millennials are just fine with it. It's like, okay, the person ghosted. I'm not going to take it personally. And... Or I'm ghosting on someone. I'm not gonna take it personally. I think ghosting should be another episode altogether. I feel like we could yeah. do a good, yeah, yeah. I think I think we should save that as the the back the backup, as the or not the backup the uh, I know what you mean the sequel to this episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah we'll look for ghosting. So yeah, tell us your ghosting stories. Uh, HardlyAcademicDC at gmail dot com or just hit us up on Twitter at HardlyAcademic. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about your do's and don'ts of ghosting or best practices or worst practices. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I think we're, we're planning. Um, no, let's 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 leave that one in the secret in the vault. The you know the it's so secret, guys. I don't know what he's talking about right now. Yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, so, so, yeah. So what did we learn today? So let's let's re- let's recap. We've talked about text messaging. Talked about etiquette. We've talked about communication. Um, what else? What else did we cover? Um, I think I think you pretty much nailed it. I mean, yeah. that's what we talked about. I, I I think that if we if we if I've, you know, if we could learn anything, mm-hmm. it's that um, nothing replaces face-to-face communication, to be honest. True. Um, and that uh, use your judgment when you send those good morning text messages, those good night text messages. Communicate with the person. Find out if they like it or not. You That's know? true. That's it. You know, just talk to, talk to them. That's true. You know, I've had to do this. I did this recently where I had to be like. It seems like you're not engaged. Yeah. Now, if you're not, that's cool. Just let me know. I'll mm-hmm. leave you alone if you, whatever. And it was an explanation to follow that. Where I was like, okay, I get that. Yeah. You know? Hmm. So just, yeah, use your words. Also, not, your, not your words like text message words. Just talk to the person. Yes. Yeah. No substitute. I learned there's no substitute for a phone. Um, you know, or FaceTime or Skype. There's so many other ways to Or remove... a 17-page scrawling letter. Who knows? Yes, but there's no way to remove <laughs> that. That dynamic of like being able to interact with someone. There's nothing that replaces that. And text yeah. messages just don't give you that. They're not they're not flexible enough. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I think that uh we can end it here. I mean, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we shared experiences, uh, perspectives on text messaging. I mean it is hardly academic. It's not like we're gonna give you the you know what do you think this is? Stuff you should know. Like yeah, we're right? not gonna like <laughs> you know, um but yeah, I mean, I think that was a pretty solid episode. I think so too. I think we learned a lot. We learned I'm a curmudgeon when it comes to text messaging True. and and passive aggressiveness. I'm not a fan. Um, We've learned I don't know what the hell I want. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I have no idea. And we've also learned that, hey, hey. a text message is very, one very top. interesting. <laughs> there we go. Right. Join us in another episode, another time, and uh, until then, have a hard academic.